Here's Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Trent Condon. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO. All right, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Miller and Condon here on a Tuesday. It's Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Back to local programming uh, here for the remainder of the afternoon. We appreciate you spending some of your holiday here with us. BMW Des Moines guest list looks like this. We will start at the bottom of the hour. We'll talk Hawks with uh, John Bowen Camp uh, from Associated Press, Hawkeye Nation, etc. for John, but he'll join us. We'll catch up on Iowa uh, basketball, um, football, swarm with uh, John Bowen Camp, bottom of the hour. Our number two, Nick Olson, who covers Iowa State for Cyclone Alert, part of 24-7 Sports. He'll kick things off. And then a couple of uh, NFL voices will join us. Uh, Dave Sinekin on the Packers and Nick Athen on the Kansas City Chiefs before Trent makes his plays of the day. And then we turn things over to Murph and Andy at 1. Well, how are you? Not too bad. How about you? Uh, good. Good to be back. Nice to see the sun. Nice to see that the wind isn't blowing quite as hard. Boy, that was brutal, wasn't it? Those oh. couple of days. Oh, yo, yo. Hey, look, the good news is we're not on a southwest flight. Uh, have you seen some of the no. air? How have you missed the southwest? I don't get time for that. Oh, my God. Trent, 70% of their flights the last three days have all been canceled. I mean, 28, almost 3,000 flights every day. People sleeping on floors, can't get, a, can't get hotels, no rental cars. Uh, it's just a debacle, just a disaster. And it's just Southwest for the most part. Really? Yes, which is the weird thing, right? They don't know where their planes are. How can you lose your fleet of planes? <laughs> I get it. If they're in Buffalo, they might be buried. For sure, yeah. But boy, oh boy, oh boy. And, and the worst part about it, well, it's not the worst part, is it's, it's all bad. Right. But it's not getting any better anytime mm-hmm. soon. They're saying now, Southwest is, because my kid's involved. He's stranded. Um, so I've been keeping up on it that way and keeping up on it on Twitter until maybe the January 1st. Everything's backed up. Ooh, that does not sound good. Oh, bad. my gosh. Well, I saw Chad Leistikow was supposed to be departing yesterday for Nashville. That didn't happen. He won't be leaving until tomorrow. Ooh. He hopes. Yeah, exactly. And kind of things Don't like that. Don't you drive at this point? You would think so, right? I know. I, yeah, I think I would. I mean, look, at I'm not killing Chad for not mm-hmm. really willing to drive. Maybe he doesn't have a car. I don't know. I think he does. But... He does. I've seen him drive up <laughs> right. here. But uh, just, um, yeah, just awful. So that, that's the good news. You're not sleeping on an airport floor. Yeah. But it was brutal. I mean, for, you know, now that I have, we have, Cindy and I have a Jet, our dog. Mm-hmm. Just, um, I never even considered what it'd be like for, for pets. When oh, right. I'm at 39 below and the wind's blowing, and they go outside. Right? <laughs> That's where they do their business. Uh-huh. And just uh, brutal. So I was Christmas with the kids. It was great. It was it's what uh, it's all about. It's yes. kids, 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 baby. Smiles all over the place. Now, our big gift to them was a trip to Disney. We're going to do that in March. And did it when Ella was three. Jack's now mm-hmm. three. So going to do that. And we had this video made by Elsa from Frozen. And she's explaining what was happening. So Frozen, oh, you're hanging it's a Disney movie. Disney movie, okay, yeah. yeah. And they didn't quite get it. I, I think it kind of went uh, over their head. Yeah. So you played it and thinking they're going to react right, to it. Right, it's going to be this. Yeah, it really didn't hit. And then later that evening, so our Christmas day, we don't do anything. It is our day, just us four. Yeah. And it's something that I I put my foot down when. In fact, I got married. I told my mom. I told yeah. the in laws. This is our day. I didn't like Christmas growing up after my parents divorced. I, I getting shuttled all over the yeah, place. I didn't no. like it. Yeah, good for you. 
And I said, I want my kids to sleep in their own bed Christmas mm-hmm. Eve, wake up in their house Christmas Day, and that is going and to be run down day. to the tree exactly. as fast as their little legs can take. That's right? that's what I wanted, and that's what we've done now for the last seven years. And then at the end of the evening, we go and look at Christmas lights. We do that after we have dinner, and it's fun. A couple of years, it was really good where we could get out of the car, and there's like mm-hmm. a place up in Ankeny where you can walk around. Obviously, with the weather this year, no. that wasn't the case. But <laughs> so we're getting in the car, and we go look at the lights. All good, okay. And we get home, and we're about pulling into home, and Jack gets really upset. I want to go see the characters. What are you talking about? We're not going to see any characters. I want to go see the characters. He's talking about the Toy Story characters, his favorite movie, because that's what we explained to him. When we go on this trip, we're going to be able to... Uh, he thought the we were getting in the car... To go see the characters. We're going right away. Yeah. No, we got to wait till March. we got to wait till March. And yeah, that led to its own set of issues. But other than that, yeah. it, it was really good. Smiles all over the place. Playing with all the toys. Mm-hmm. It, it was... It was so good, just a, a great Christmas. And, and well, I figured you were busy because you were part of a thread, um, and normally you're pretty quick to re- not. You know, depends what you got going on. Pretty quick to respond, mm-hmm. and when we were going like hours, and there was nothing from you, I figured, ah, it's, you're doing the right thing. Yeah, he's doing good getting everything him. ready under the tree. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. All right. Well, I don't know where to begin. The NFL is just bonkers. It's oh. been phenomenal. Uh, of course, Gary Bart is in the news. We can start there. <laughs> um, with the uh, with with the swarm and apparently the uh, the morning rush Travis and Ross had the uh, what's his name Brad he- uh, help me out with his name the the guy Heinrichs there, Heinrichs Brad Heinrichs was on the uh, KXNO morning rush today and you can hear the podcast apparently it was terrific uh, did um, it's fifteen minutes apparently so somewhere in that uh, neighborhood uh, but it's a worthwhile listen. Uh, for those of you who missed it this morning and are inclined to uh, want to catch up on what Iowa, uh, what uh, Heinrichs, some of the um, pitfalls that he's got across to get to the athletic department to fully sign in, like a lot of schools around the country are doing, but something is preventing Iowa from jumping fully on board. And I have to think that it has a lot to do with their dismal record when it comes to lawsuits being ruled against them. Yeah, Gary Barta in the courtroom has not gone very well. It's cost the athletic department millions of <laughs> That's dollars. That's an understatement, Trent. <laughs> what, the Jane Meyer was $6.5 million. There have been a few others that have not gone his way. <laughs> yeah. And you're right. I, I think litigation has to be a big part of this. And they're, they're I don't want to say hiding behind, because I, I'm sure there is some kind of justification behind the Title IX requirements that make them concerned. Mm-hmm. But if you didn't have this baggage of Gary Barta, how different would this be? I think it'd be completely different. Yeah. You look at Ohio State. Gene Smith, is he has come out and said, donate your money to the collectives. Put your money there, not to us. This is the way to do it. This is Mm -hmm. the way that we have to make this happen. North Carolina. Brad has talked to them, the swarm director uh, with North Carolina, saying that, yeah, the athletic department gave us season ticket holder, their information, and the release today from Gary Barta is just word garbage salad of yeah. saying a bunch of absolute nothing. Oh yeah, we we we've helped them out. Here's three examples. Three examples that really don't do the whole. Well, yeah, of course. Yeah, we helped them out get on Hawkeye Learfield properties. Well, guess what? Iowa Swarm had to pay for that. That's money that's actually coming back to the athletic department. I didn't know that part. Yeah, of this it. wasn't a, a freebie. Uh-huh. This is money that they had to spend. To put the radio commercials on the radio practice. Right. Okay. Yeah, because they've been airing throughout the game broadcasts. The Madison Square Garden for the Duke game, the Swarm Collective is the one that 
invested all the money to make it happen. All it was is Fran McCaffrey basically saying, yeah, we'll make us some VIP access here for some of your bigwigs. Come in here. It was Fran doing that. It's not the athletic department that had anything to do with this. Fran also understanding this. And yet... They won't do it. It's and, the lawyers, Trent. Yeah, it, it, it's it's the lawyers, and in my opinion, um, it's because of Barda's dismal record when it comes to, to lawsuits. And you know what? Maybe they're doing the right thing. Everybody else, it's the wild west. Here's here's the here's the, um, what what goes against this, I think, argument or point in the debate. Everybody else is doing it. It's the Wild West. Nobody knows how this is eventually going to, you know, uh, pl- play out. So. I just think you got to keep up with the Joneses. It's they're not associated with the university, so some people would say, "Well, then Title IX flies out the window," mm-hmm. uh, because it's not a university. They're not affiliated in any way with the University of Iowa, other than the fact they're helping out our athletes. So, I don't know. Uh, they're going to be left behind. That's how mm-hmm. I see it. I don't think you can. Um, well, I don't think they'll be left behind. It is just going to make it more difficult. And I guess there's maybe two ways of saying it. I mean, look at what the collective have gone. After Cade McNamara, they had something like 250 people that were members of the collective. After Cade McNamara commits, it went up to 1,200. Uh-huh. And that's where they are. So yep. it's more than anything. It's going to be more difficult. If you had access to the phone numbers and the mm-hmm. email. And there's the sticking point, right? And yes. you know what? I think they're doing the right thing. You do. Because if I sign up for something and I don't check the box that I give you permission to use my email, mm-hmm. my personal information, for most people, it wouldn't bother them a bit, right? Because right. they're getting something university-related, and mm-hmm. they, they love their Hawks, and blah, blah, blah. But some people might have a problem with that, uh, that their information is... You know what it's like when you when you search something online? Uh, I'm searching for a toothbrush, yeah, right. right? And all of a sudden, all these toothbrushes show up in your... It's crazy. It, it's nuts. But when you sell your email, when you sell your contact information, I could see that being problematic. Because originally... You we were never told that this information may be shared with others. How about Fair? this? Absolutely. Because you're right. There are people that have a big problem with that. Like, I, I get so much spam email, it doesn't matter. It's just another email that you hit delete. delete. right. But. And if you can, you find the unsubscribe and you yes. click on it. And sometimes it works. Most times it doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't, right. So what's stopping the athletic department from, okay, yes, we're not selling it to a third party. But putting out an email and directing them. To Iowa Swarm. They can do that. That is not third party. That is the athletic department actually helping out and actually doing something here. Because this is the changing environment. This is the likelihood of what we live in now in college athletics. What's stopping them from doing that? Why aren't they willing to do that? That is nothing third party. It's you Mm -hmm. doing it yourself. Is it Gary Barta scared that their money's going to dry up? That their donation Well, level? I would hope not, Jim, because look what the Big Ten, look at how, I mean, they're flush with cash. They got $80 million a year right. in TV money coming in right around the corner. And that's the bottom line. I mean, that, that, it's just, it's going to go, the only way it's going is north, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you're, you're hearing people think that this will be very quickly be over 100. So, Gary, pen an email to your season ticket base saying this is what NIL is, mm-hmm. this is collective, this is the changing mm-hmm. environment, and this is the one that is set up for the University of Iowa iwaswarm.com. Right. Very simple, right? Yeah, that's It's a, a simple solution. It. You could do it that way. Yep. Will he? No. It makes too much sense, Trent, <laughs> in a lot of ways. Like, there's people, they're season ticket holders, and I know some of them, that just, they're old, mm-hmm. and there's no way in hell that we're going to pay athletes. Yep. Because I paid for my school, damn it. Right. I paid my student loans off. Why'd there be any different? Well, 
anyways, we've had that discussion before. But I get the fact that there there are people out there that don't want their information shared. But to your point, this would be seemingly a way of getting around that. So certainly something to watch. Again, the morning rush had uh, Brad Heimlich on the Heinrich on the show this morning. Um, you can find the podcast. I think it was late in the show. Was it? Okay. I think I want to say seven thirty. Are there buzz? I started to see a lot of Twitter on it, so it must have been a good piece. And then uh, there's been a couple of links to the podcast, which probably just contains that piece on a standalone fashion. But uh, you'll be able to find it. And it's, uh, um, according to people that have listened to it, a very worthwhile listen way to go. Travis and Ross in the morning rush. All right, NFL from over the weekend. Before we get into some of the games, mm-hmm. I want to tell this Circus Survivor story. This thing is absolutely crazy. Trent, I cannot imagine being this this guy... Um, he was referred to, and I hate to say it this way, as an older man. <laughs> Happy birthday, by the way, Thank old man. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. 64. I share my birthday with Luca Garza, Brock Purdy, former KXNO producer Corey Kuhn, who produced uh, John Miller's show, and then the show that followed that that I was a part of. Um, and who am I? Oh, Scott Sipker. Sipker. Sipker, Yeah. Who uh, may or may not be with Murph and Andy today. If not, they'll be there Friday. So, yes, thank you. But he, this guy that was, he was referenced as he's an old man. <laughs> he and his wife have been in this since the get go. And Palm told us, uh, our listeners, about this on Thursday, about this gentleman. Oh, really? Said yes. He had a rooting interest for this guy. He was one of the remaining people mm-hmm. because of that. Six entries every year. Yep. Him and his wife do it. Older couple is mm-hmm. what he said. And he said if he had a rooting interest, this is the guy that he was rooting for. Because I think at that point he knew everybody that was still alive. There was 14 people alive. So you get through the day, the day games on Christmas Eve day, on Saturday. Yes. He was the only one that survived. He had the Vikings. Five people took the Lions, kaput. Titans, kaput. Jets, clubbed. Browns, clobbered. One guy's alive, going into the night. So... There were three contestants that were on the Steelers, meaning had the Raiders won the football game, the old man would have walked away with $6.13 million. Holy cow. The Raiders took their first, or the Steelers took their first lead of the game with 46 seconds left. This guy sweated for three hours, knowing that if Raiders win, he's got $6 million coming his way doesn't happen the bad part about it he lives in texas mm-hmm. so you're thinking to yourself are right so what do i do i've got to be able to go on find a way to make a bet and bet all the money i can possibly come up with on the steelers absolutely on, the, on money the money line yeah and you're getting probably plus money because they were, what, three-point dogs? Two and, and a half? half, yeah. So you're going to get plus money. So you want to hedge. That guy lives in Texas. There's no sports wagering in Texas. And it's not like you can just hop on a bird and get to Vegas no. that quickly no. to make it happen. Right, because between the afternoon games ending <laughs> yes. and the night game, um, he, he, had, he, he was, you know what, out of luck. Steelers win. He loses. But he's still alive going yes. into Sunday. Down to four people left. Four people left. But it's another contest, this, the Christmas Day games and the night games. He, and you can only use the same team once. He gets to the week 16, as they call it, A, Sunday slash Monday night, the four games. He, the only choices he could make, he could choose the Dolphins mm-hmm. or he could choose the Chargers. What did he do? He chose the Dolphins. No, no. 
So within a 12-hour period, he went from 46 seconds away from 6.1 million to being out because he chose the Dolphins. To nothing. To nothing. Nothing to show And for. couldn't bet because he lives in a non-sports wagering state. Trent, this is the biggest tension convention. I mean, can you imagine being that guy? We, I talked about this with Palm a little bit Thursday, too. And because of the tight turnaround, let's say it comes down to the Final Four. But you got a week. You got a week to get there. You got a week to get your finances right. Mm-hmm. We work in radio. It's not yeah. like we got a big bank account. Right. It's not like I got just a million dollars sitting around right. in the bank account. But in a scenario like that, where it plays out in that fashion, or say it even, it comes down to Monday night. You have a day to get there. Mm-hmm. As one guy did. He had the Chargers last night. And it comes down to that, and you are looking at $6.1 million if this one event happens, mm-hmm. betting the other side. So you're talking to all your rich friends, mm-hmm. right? Instantly. <laughs> Instantly. Yeah. What hey, can I you know get it's down? Christmas Eve. I need to talk to you. <laughs> I, I got something for you, and you're going to make money on this. No. We have a guaranteed profit in explaining it in a way. This is why it's guaranteed. There are no guarantees, but this is guaranteed. This is. This he's going to win the money by himself, yep. or he's going to hedge and he's going to bet the Steelers at plus money. So let's say it's that scenario. you got a day. So you take the first flight out to Vegas, right? You're talking to all these people during the day previous, or probably the night previous, because it would go into the night. And you just cross your fingers they didn't choose Southwest. <laughs> exactly. You have that component of it. I mean, even that. What, would you charter a plane? Hell yeah, 25 grand, 30 grand. Is that course. what it is? Okay, yeah. so, so you got that. So don't worry about that. Right, we're going to charter a plane. It's going to be part of the money that we're putting into it. We're getting there. We're getting to Circa. We got Buddy X gave me fifty grand, and this guy gave me ten grand. And oh, I know this person, and, and mom and dad helped me out, and crazy uncle. Mm-hmm. On and on and on. I got down five hundred thousand dollars, and then mm-hmm. I'm able to put it on the money line and guarantee at minimum mm-hmm. that profit. Something's coming back. This guy had three hours, right, from Texas, and he's in on Texas. Christmas Eve. On Christmas Eve, right. Even in that scenario, it just it can't no. play out, and now he has nothing. Nothing. Well, minus six thousand dollars, right? And if he's in a state that doesn't have a company like Circa, mm-hmm. then yeah, we'll take your bet. Right. You want to bet a million? Sure. Right. I mean, you good, know, good luck doing that on DraftKings or anywhere or FanDuel. Any or, of them, yes. With the exception of, we know Circa takes right. big bets. Yes. I'm told WinBet does. Okay. I've, I don't. I mean, I'll, look. We're we're in radio. <laughs> right. We just had this discussion, yes. right? Um, but I don't know that for a fact. But I know Circa will take your bet. Mm-hmm. So it, then he'd have to be in a state that has Circa. Oh my God, this poor guy. Oh, this that, poor old man. That melt at the end, up the whole game. Yes, watching that drive. Trail picket. Finally trailed with forty six seconds left in the football game. Good God, but he's got. He's still alive to tomorrow. So he loses the first game. The Dolphins go down. Don't forget the Bucks are in the late window on Sunday night. Uh-huh. So now, because he's still alive. He is, yeah, yeah. He's got to hope that the Buccaneers get beat, uh-huh. and then the Chargers get beat, and everybody gets knocked out, and they share the six point. They share the six point one million four ways. He got zip. Nothing. Hmm. He got. He gets. He gets the same amount as I did, oh, <laughs> and our group man. did when we were knocked out in week three. This guy was knocked out in week 16. The tension that this guy must have had, I mean, I hope he doesn't have a dog. Um, It's just brutal. Just brutal. 
What a fun contest. The contest is unbelievable. That's why we love it so much. I can't think of a bigger sweat uh, than that this guy was uh, was going through. All right, let's get Tyler in here. Tyler, welcome to the program. What's on your mind, Tyler? Hey, guys. Um, just wanted to let you know that uh, I'm still in the DraftKings uh, million, Millions uh, Survivor contest. Are you really? Wow. I am. Yeah. Um, All right, now, just uh, help me out. Uh, are you allowed to use the same team twice? No, good. It's, it's the same yep. same format. Yeah, um, it was a hundred dollar hundred dollar entry, yep. thirteen thousand entrants. Uh, we're down to ninety. Um, so the value of my ticket right now is about I think it's seventeen thousand. That's awesome, man. Um, so for uh, a couple of weeks ago, I started hedging with uh, Eagles at Bears, and I took Bears plus nine, and I middled. So I <laughs> nice. That's um, good. <laughs> yeah. Had Bears and Eagles advanced uh, this week. I had Chargers, and I, I hedged with Colts, so I lost that. But two weeks ago, mm. um, just wondering what you guys think I should do. I got I, here, here's what I, here's what I'm going to ask you to do: call us every week because we want to keep yeah, up absolutely. with you. Um, and I'd appreciate yeah. seriously, Tyler, if you would, because I think we can live vicariously through your survivor. <laughs> um, man, oh man! So who do you? How many teams do you have left? You've, so six. So you've got what? Half of them left. Yeah, so mo- most of the the good ones are gone. Right. Um, the thing they they allow ties as well. So that oh, they hurts. do. Uh, week yeah, week one was a big Colts uh, Colts tie. Yeah, that, that knocked big, me out. Uh, that was Colts entry. Chiefs, right? Yeah, and yeah. I, or Colts Houston. Houston week one, yeah. was it okay? And I was I was really rooting for Cardinals because about thirty percent had uh, um, Bucks this weekend. Mm. So that would have knocked out about about thirty or forty more people. So my entry would have gone up to maybe thirty thousand. Jeez. Um, but um, see, I, I was thinking either Giants or Lions this week. Lions um, host the then, Bears. Mm-hmm. Where are the Giants? Correct. Where are the G Men? They got the Colts. They host uh, Colts. Boy, they're a bad football team, aren't they? I mean, I hope yeah. if you do take them, I hope Nick Foles starts again for the Colts. Yeah. So, so week eighteen, who knows? But hopefully by that time. I can hedge a lot, a lot mm-hmm. more with my entry value. So it's a lot of different things you can do that makes it fun when you make it this far. No, no. Doc. How long, how many years have you played in this type of pool, Tyler? I'm um, just some normal ones with friends for yeah. not not a lot of money, but but not but now that uh, they you can do these legally now on these on these apps, the DraftKings yeah. one I entered for a hundred bucks, and wow. um, so yeah, this is the biggest uh, stakes I've done of these, but it, it's that's a lot of fun. That's awesome. So you got to help me out here because I don't think you is this an Iowa only pool? It's it's the it's the National DraftKings. Uh, anybody can. So there were over thirteen thousand entrants. So yeah, I don't know if it's. So where did you sign up? Iowa. Where did you in, sign in the DraftKings app? Um, you go to pools, mm-hmm. and then you can enter daily pools, um, yearly pools. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Interesting. Well, that's great, Tyler. I'm... I'm uh... 
I'm envious. Yes, I think absolutely. it's a great story that you made us this for, and I want to hear from you next Monday. Our next, uh, we're off Monday next week. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So next Tuesday, Tyler, uh, if you don't mind me asking, so your intrinsic value right now of your ticket is seventeen thousand dollars. Correct. If, yes. How how much have you been wagering out of that? Say the last two weeks as you've been trying to kind of come back the other side. Yes. So so like so, last night on the Colts, how, how much did you put down on the Colts? Correct. Yeah, so uh, two weeks ago, I put a thousand on on the Bears plus nine. So mm-hmm. I hit that, middled it, and advanced both. Then I put two thousand on Colts last night, gotcha. lost that. So now I'm down. I'm down a thousand from my hedging. Mm-hmm. But hopefully, my entry increases in the next couple of weeks, yeah. and then I can you know negative progress my my hedging a little bit. Um, to at least profit maybe 10000 or I think we need to get you out of circuit with us this August. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, that, that would be awesome. No, you're, you'd love to have you. So if you scoop the whole pool, do you know what you'll get? Um, I'm not sure. We're down in about, I think it's 91 people. Yeah. Hopefully maybe we can get down to 50, and then it, so we're split. The whole pot is $1.5 yeah. That's awesome. Uh, so 50 divided by 1.5 million, however, that, whatever much that, that is. Um, so hopefully that's the goal, maybe. Tyler, well done. Thank you for sharing that with us and our audience. And, and again, um, please, please, um, get back to us on, uh, Tuesday of next week. All right. Love to, or, uh, or, or Friday just to know, you know what? Yeah. Love to know who you're going to take so we can watch and live vicarious sure. through you. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Tyler. Appreciate that's you awesome. listening. That's a great story. Really cool. Really, really cool. Good for him. Good for him. <laughs> The sweat. Oh Jesus! One year, right? One year. That's what. That's why I love it. It is. <laughs> I mean, if so we were up in week three. I, I played in these pools with my buddies. It comes down, you know, everyone throws in twenty bucks. Mm-hmm. There's you know, twenty people in it. Right. Four hundred dollars. It's it, but this uh, six point one three million dollars. Forty six seconds away. It was all his. He was the only one that would have survived that week. Fourth and one. <laughs> Fourth and one. Mm. Um, and Kenny Pickett. Who has not been good? Tries right down the field on you. Yeah, you know. By the way, just just real quick on speaking of quarterback, how can Tua look so good in Buffalo? Uh, right? Because right? we came in the Monday morning and thought, oh God, I was so dead wrong. Mm-hmm. Tua is way better than I thought. Give him credit. Play. And then now maybe, just maybe. I mean, the guy was concussed, and he that concussion was a concussion happened in the uh, first half. How do they still miss this? How do they still miss it, Trent? That's a wonderful question. And you know who wants that answer more than you and I? The NFL Players Association. Mm-hmm. They need that answer. Uh, this is a bad, mm-hmm. bad look because the way that the the rate that these things sadly are piling up for this guy. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy! Miller and Condon underway on a Tuesday, Des Moines Sports Station, one hundred six point three. Now back to Miller and Condon on 106.3 KXNO. Here's Ken and Trent. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Going to do, uh, well, one every day is the goal to talk, uh, try and get a little buzz around this Music City Bowl. <laughs> Good luck. Did you open up any Music City Bull gear under the tree? No, thank God. I wonder if anybody did. I mean, I'm sure some people did, right? Uh, let's get John Bowenkamp. He'll be there in Nashville on Thursday. Now, I hope you're not flying, Johnny. You've you got to be driving, oh, aren't no, you? Oh, no, I'm driving. Oh, no, I'm driving. Good job. Well done. I don't trust the airlines for anything. Anymore, well, so. and this is a perfect example of why not to, especially. It's just it's just brutal. Anyways, John, let's get to the Hawks, both uh, basketball-wise, uh, football-wise. Um, we just want to start with the, the, the NIL, the Swarm uh, Athletic Department kind of split or rift or whatever you want to call it. Seemingly um, most 
um, of the college programs throughout the country. The big ones are just kind of uh, maybe looking the other way might not be the best way, but they're just letting uh, the collectives do business the way that they uh, seemingly everybody else, with the exception of Iowa. How's this going to work out, John? And do you think that the recent history of Gary Barta's lack of success in courtrooms uh, has anything to do with the stance that they are uh, taking? I think it has a lot to do with it. I mean, I I just think they I just think they want to avoid any sort of issue, and, and I I mean I, I truly think that is. And I mean, and again, I'm not a legal expert. I don't know where this could go, but I think somebody along the line, somewhere in that athletic department, saying, "Look, let them do their thing. Let's just don't get involved." And I get that. I mean, because like you said, they've had so many issues here and there, you know, over the years with Title IX issues, you know, lawsuits, et cetera, et cetera. And I just don't think they want to go down that road. And I think what they want to say is, look, if you guys want to do it, fine. You know, we, we're not going to we're not going to say, no, you can't do it, because I mean, obviously they couldn't say that. But it's like, but we're not going to help you. We, we can help you. We don't want any part of this. And, and so I kind of, like I said, I, I, I just think yeah, that's I where it's coming from, mm-hmm. you know. I just think that's where it's coming from. All of that is, and and so I think there that's going to be the kind of the way it is moving forward. It makes the job of the Iowa Swarm more difficult. You want to get in front sure. of the people, obviously paying for tickets, and the people that are most invested in a Hawkeye athletics. But do you see this being a major issue? Is it just kind of a sticking point? How big of an issue do you see this as? Or are we just looking for filler here at the end of December? I think it's a sticking point. I don't think it's going to be that big of an issue because here again. Everybody knows about this. Mm-hmm. If I'm a season ticket holder, I know about this. If I'm a donor, I know about mm-hmm. this. There's been so much coverage of what they've done. They've done so many events in Iowa City before football games. Everybody knows about it. I, don't, I, I think there are probably very few season ticket holders and donors who don't know about it. So if they want to participate, they'll participate. You know, I, I mean, I, I just think that, that it's like anybody who wants to participate in this and help out, will do that and, and now know about it and really know about it, you know, here in the last couple of weeks or last few days, I should say. So I, I, I think it's going to be much ado about nothing because I think if anybody wants to get involved, they'll get involved if they're not involved already. And if they don't, they don't, you know, and I don't, I just don't think there's any way you're going to get those people to change your minds, because like I said, I think everybody knows about it by now. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get to, uh, let's uh, stick with football, save the basketball for the end. Um, sure. Listening to some of the quotes coming out of the press conference, whether it be from Labus himself or you know people that are down there covering it, talking about um, kind of opening up the offense a little bit, which, <laughs> you know, kind of, why do you wait until now? Um what 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 do you expect to see from Joey Labus? You were in the press conference with Brian when he said that you know talked about the gap between mm-hmm. uh, Petrus to Padilla, and then a, a significant gap between Padilla and whoever that number three is. What what are you expecting to see out of Joey Labus when when the Hawks take the field against the Cats on Saturday? He, that's a good question because I really don't know because I mean we've never seen him other than you know the practices that that we you know the. The, the kids' day and some of those other things. So we really don't know a lot. All we're going by is what the other players have told us. And the other players, especially last week, said, you know, look, he's doing a pretty good job running with the ones. He's getting a lot more experience. I mean, I think just the last three weeks have probably accelerated his his progress more than anything else just because he's getting to work with, with the main group. He's getting to do some of the things. He's not worried about scout team stuff. So 
I think this is a big game for him. I mean, I, I think it's. I mean, I mean, this is this is an opportunity for him to solidify himself as the backup yep. to Cade McNamara next year. It gets him game experience. It gets him the experience of preparing for a game should something happen. So I, 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 I don't know what to expect. I mean, I, I would imagine you know he's going to be able to do some things that that the other two quarterbacks couldn't do. You know, I mean, because everybody talks about his mobility, and so so we're gonna, we may see some of that. But from from a play calling standpoint, it's probably still going to look pretty much the same unless they've come up with some things that 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 we've never thought about. You know, for this game to use his ability, and so I mean, I don't expect a whole lot different. I'm just gonna be curious to see how he looks in that starting role. So you got a new quarterback out there. You got a wide receiver mm-hmm. crew. Certainly, that is going to look a whole lot different than what we saw by the end of the season with the transfer portal. And the question remains: What happens after this game? You know, what what changes, if anything, are going to be out there? Brian Ferentz moving on to another job, uh, a possible decision actually be made by Gary Barta because we know Brian Ferentz he works for Gary Barta, not for the head football coach there. Do you anticipate any changes in the coaching staff? I, you know, I, it, I honestly, I think if they happen, it's it's going to be a voluntary. I think so too. You know, I mean, I just, I just, I don't see, I, unless, unless, like you said, Gary Bartis says, look, we've just got to make this change. We have to do that, and I don't see him doing that. And and it's just, I, I mean, it's just, it's just my pessimism more than anything else. Um, but I, I mean, like I said, I just, I just don't see change now. Now, like I said, could he leave? Absolutely. You know, and I and I, and I mean that, that very well could say, look, I, I'm not doing any good here, you know, whatever. But if we go in April and it's still the same group, that wouldn't surprise me either. I mean, and then of course that'll be make for a really fun spring. But um, but it, but I like I said, I I just have pessimism that that any change will happen unless it is a voluntary move. I'm with you. Um, what do you sense as far as opt- uh, not uh, optimism, um, as far as you know the hype meter? Where is it amongst Hawkeye fans, John? You know they travel. You've been to a right. number of bowl games, and you know they, they, the the uh, pep rallies, etc. Before the games, I mean, some of them have been shoulder to shoulder. Guessing this won't be the case this year. No, but I think you're going to get a lot of people going down there just because it's Nashville. Because you can drive this back when back when when we were talking about you know what bowl game to go to, and I said that might be the lure. Hey, Nashville is a pretty fun town. Nashville on New Year's Eve is going to be a really fun Mm -hmm. town. By the way, good luck finding a hotel room that's (laughs) fairly inexpensive. But um, but I mean that may be the the way that that this is approached is hey, we're going to Nashville. Oh, by the way, the game. But we're going to Nashville, so I do think there's probably going to be more people there than maybe what we what would be had they gone to the Pinstripe Bowl, which I don't think anybody would have gone to, yeah, right. or you know even you know even a Florida Bowl game, you know it, whatever. It, I, I think just the fact that it's Nashville, it's drivable. I'm driving. Um, you know, I, I, I think there's there's going to be a lot of factors. I think that maybe just lure people there to say, hey, this we're just going to go and have fun. The wise owls say to take the under of thirty-one. <laughs> Ooh, man, that's a that's a really low that's under. But really I, low. I, you know what? I, I I I have a friend of mine who calls me for advice all the time, and every and I I finally just told every game this year take the under. Yeah, no matter you know we're in it, and so I'll stick to that. You know, I mean, I I think it, it probably is going to be like a like a seventeen thirteen game or something like that, which would be the under. So. 
that's that's my call. So I think that's probably what it'll be. So uh, we got in a little Twitter spat, as we do from time to time. <laughs> I saw that, yeah. No, uh, it wasn't a spat. After the debacle against Eastern Illinois, one of the worst yeah. teams in college basketball, that loss right. is not devastating. The season's not over. No. And like you said, no. yes, Selection Sunday is not coming this week. <laughs> but thing. Right. They have dug themselves a pretty deep hole, falling from 28th to 60th in the net rankings after that loss the next day. They got work to do. So when you look at that loss, A, how did it happen? I mean, Eastern Illinois was terrible. How do you lose that game? I look at it as that there was a lot of production sitting on that bench not playing. Mm. And, I mean, if Chris Murray and Connor McCaffrey play in that game, they don't lose that game. Mm -hmm. And, And if Chris Murray plays against Wisconsin, they probably don't lose that game. So I think you get him back, get him back healthy. I think this is a really good basketball team. And I, I mean, I honestly, I expect him back Thursday. And if Do not you? Thursday, then certainly, okay. then certainly the Penn State game. I mean, I think he's going to be back here sooner rather than later. And but I mean, yeah, it hurt. I mean, you look at it; it's a quad four loss. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I was going to go through today and look through and see who else in that top fifty of the net has a quad four loss. I think TCU probably does, but. Um, but, but, I mean, it'll be curious to see where that – I mean, like I said, they've got 19 Big Ten games plus the conference tournament to put a lot of makeup on this blemish. Um, so I, I think it'll be I think it'll be fine. I mean, it, it just was – you know, sometimes – and I wrote about that on Monday. Sometimes you got to give those other guys yep. credit. I mean, they, these, these, guys, these, are, these are guys that, that, that are just good – I mean, they're basketball players. They're on scholarship, and – for one game, they put it all together and, and caught Iowa at a bad time and 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 won. And sometimes you got to tip your hat to those teams. And, and for them, that was a big deal. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, like I said, big picture wise, could it hurt down the road? Yes, yeah, certainly. But right now, you know, it's it's it, it is what it is. And so, um, like I said, we'll see what it looks like come March. We'll see what this team looks like comes March. We'll see what this team looks like when it's completely healthy. And I think it's a pretty good team when it's completely healthy. And uh, I think some guys have gotten better during this time, too. Uh, John, you were in Carver for, for the game. My, my question is, uh, and Trent and I both felt the same way, that Peyton Sanford really needed the SEMO game, right? Southeast Missouri yeah. uh, had, had put up big, big numbers. Did you see a, a different, was he more confident uh, in the Eastern Illinois game, uh, willing to just, you know, to, to shoot when the opportunity was there? Did you see more confidence uh, in him? He followed up, I think he had, what, 17, 18, something like that uh, against Eastern Illinois. Was, but uh, is the confidence coming back? Did you see that? Yeah, I think so. And I, I think back to the Wisconsin game when he was out on that court in overtime, and there were shots that he passed up, and that kind of that kind of you know set off an alarm bell with me. And then he comes back and has a really good game against Simo. He wasn't passing up the shots. Now he didn't make a lot of three right against Eastern Illinois, and but, but the point was he was still he was he looked like his his old self in terms of confidence and that sort of thing. And and again, he's he's a good shooter. That. Shooters have slumps, and they come around. For him to have a breakout game, now to get his confidence back to keep shooting, I think that that bodes well for down the road. That I don't think maybe he goes into that where he just kind of does other things and doesn't look for a shot because he was really doing that on Wednesday against Eastern Illinois. Talk with John Bowenkamp from the AP HawkeyeNation.com. Iowa basketball getting guys healthy. You mentioned Chris Murray back. Mm-hmm. Possibility of him playing Thursday against Nebraska. It's plantar fasciitis. I know you're not a doctor, but is this something that we have to anticipate is going to be mm-hmm. lingering all season long? 
maybe it crops up and he has to sit out another game or two over the course of the season. I mean, again, putting on your doctor gown here and getting us ready here, what do you anticipate this injury is going to be like all the way through March? Well, I mean, it. it, it I mean, it was an issue with with, with Jordan Bohannon a few years. Ago. That's right, and um, and it and it can be a problem. I've had it. It's terrible, and um, you know, I I would just tell him, you know, use the golf ball. You know, to, to I would just put mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. That's what that's what I was taught by by a trainer. By but anyway, um, but again, that's stuff that can pop up at any time, and mine has done that before too. So I mean, I I mean, and I don't play, so. Um, <laughs> Yeah, if that's what, you know, I mean, it, it, stuff like that can be a problem. But the way he's been walking lately, and I watched him warm up, you know, before the SEMO game, he looks pretty good. It was just a matter, I think, now of getting in game shape, getting back what he lost from being out and being off his feet for a little while. He's been able to do that. I mean, they've gotten some rest. They came back yesterday, I think. Um, we'll know more tomorrow when we talk to Fran McCaffrey. But I expect him back soon. I mean, I, I don't. I don't think it's going to be a, I mean, I think it happens on these, one of these two road games, whether it's Thursday or at Penn State on Sunday. What about Connor? That, I, I think he'll be back. I mean, I think it's just, I think he sprained his wrist. I don't, I, I didn't see him in any sort of, you know, like big cast or anything. Um, so, I mean, I, I think he'll be back. And I, I think that's key to get him back because I think he really stabilized them. And, and, and honestly, I think if he'd have been there on Wednesday, I'm with you. You know, we'll see what happens because I think he really stabilizes that team and, and really knows how to run things. And he's playing well right now. So I think, again, get them both back. This is, this is a pretty good basketball team. So the Big Ten this year, probably, I, I still don't believe in Purdue. I'm sorry. I know they're number one in the country. But short of them, there is a whole lot of, eh, they're all right. What is this league going to look like this year? Is it just going to be a bunch of teams, maybe 10 of them kind of clumped together between, say, 8 and 12 and 12 and 8 in the conference, and maybe Purdue runs away with it? What do you see overall in this conference this year? Oh, I mean, it's wide open. I mean, Indiana's had their issues. Illinois mm-hmm. Bastard. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know what Michigan State will be like. I, I'm, you know, Purdue. I think, is, I think Purdue's pretty good, but I, I don't think they're quite kind of what they were last year. They've just played pretty well to start the season, so we'll kind of see about them. It's wide open in my mind, and I mean, I, I honestly think, you know, a, I mean, Iowa went what twelve and eight last year and finished. I mean, I, I twelve and eight this year may get you second place. <laughs> I mean, very easily. So. Um, it's, I, I think everybody's going to beat up on everybody and, and because everybody's got their flaws right now. And some teams have a lot more than others. And so it's just going to be kind of who figures it out in January and early February that I think is going to make a difference because there will be that team, there always is, that makes that late January and the end of February run. And, and so it's, it's, I think this next month we're going to kind of see it kind of, you know, you're going to start to see some teams come together, I think. And the ones that put it together the best, I think, are going to be the ones that win. John Bowenkamp, iowacollegehoops.com, the Associated Press and Hawkeye Nation. That's where you can read, John. I'm sure I'm leaving a couple of them out, uh, the Bees blog during the summer <laughs> months. Uh, but have laptop, will travel. Well done, John. Thank you. Happy New Year, John Bowenkamp. Thank you. Thank you. Yep, have a good one. See you guys. Yep, take care. John Bowenkamp uh, as we catch up on Iowa. Uh, that's uh, positive news. I, I thought mm-hmm. Chris Murray had no chance of playing. Yeah, it felt like best-case scenario initially, or at least even a week ago, was maybe the Penn State game over the weekend and maybe even push back to the Indiana game when they get back home. At minimum, got to get one of these two. Mm, boy, I'll say. And boy, if you can steal both of them. Penn State's solid. 
I don't know if they're a tournament team, but they're going to be right on the bubble. I, I like that team. They're very veteran. There's a lot of Big Ten teams in that category. And, and Polinkian brought it up. Illinois. Watch a little bit of the uh, border battle there with Missouri. Missouri just absolutely obliterated them after Underwood called them out. But like, okay, mm-hmm. this is calling out leadership. They're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. It's, it's exactly the wake-up call. It has gone the other direction. Mm-hmm. That team is way too talented to be as bad as they've looked the last couple of weeks. Miller and Condon, quick timeout. Come back to finish up the hour. Hour number two, Nick Oson and Iowa State. Quick look at a couple of the regional NFL teams. Dave Sinekin on the Packers. Nick Athen on the AFC West champion Kansas City Chiefs. I didn't see this until you tweeted or retweeted. Mitch Holtis was on the, uh, what was what do you call it, the, the drum? Yeah, the, he was banging the drum before the game. Banging the drum before the game. And then he uh, did the beginning of the broadcast from up there. The perch. Yes. The drum is. Well, That's he'll join awesome. us uh, tomorrow. We'll have Mitch Holtis with us. Miller and Condon. It's Des Moines Sports Station, 106.3. J-O-Y. Hi, Miller and Condon. Welcome back to Moines Sports Station, 106.3 KXNO. As we take you up until 1 o'clock, uh, J.J. Watt announced his retirement earlier today, uh, which has caused a lot of people to get on Twitter and repost the beginning of the 2011 draft. Did you see the... the? Do you remember the 11, uh, 11 draft? Not, not off Cam Newton went one. Oh, okay. Good pick, right? Yo, I mean, absolutely. Good pick. MVP. Mm-hmm. Von Miller went two. Good. Marcel Darius went three to the Bills. Mm-hmm. Wasn't as good as I thought. He was fine. Yep. AJ Green went four. Not... Didn't hit the heights that you hoped for. Right, but he was with that was kind a of Peter Bengals team. Yes. Uh, and Patrick Peterson went five. That's very good. Julio Jones went six. Wow. Alden Smith, who I thought had a chance to be great, but yeah. just couldn't get out of his own way, went seven. Then Jake Locker, who was a bust, mm-hmm. quarterback. Tyron Smith, that's got to be the lineman for the Cowboys, mm-hmm. left tackle, right? Good. Blaine Gabbert went ten. Ye- and then 11, J.J. Watt. Wow. Who walked on at Wisconsin. Walked on at Wisconsin. Left Central Michigan, left as a As a tight end. He was a tight end at Central Michigan. And decided, I'm going to bet on myself. Boy, oh boy, what a career. Um, next stop, Canton, first ballot. No doubt about it. You know where we're trending here? Where? A, the Packers going to make the playoffs, right? It's, it looks like it. They went out. Yep. Being, beating Minnesota and Detroit in the process. They have to do that to get in, yep. If the 49ers lose one of their next two games. Okay. At the Raiders... Against Cardinals. Home free, yeah, it's the NFL. Right. We very well could be looking at a Vikings-Packers playoff game. Wouldn't that be something? After all the crap Vikings fans have been talking to the Packers. And the Packers knock them off. All season long. <laughs> yeah. The Packers get in. Uh-huh. And then to beat the Vikings in this season of destiny. Wow. I, can't you see? It feels... Feels scripted in a way. I mean, it feels it WWE-ish, right? Who's your team in the in the NFC? Pick one right now. Eagles. Still? Yeah. Well, 49ers. Are... Uh, that's my squad. Brock Purdy. Yeah. How? What a life he's living, right? He's courtside at the Warriors game on Christmas. Why wouldn't you? Living the life, right? He should. Absolutely. Take advantage. What a tremendous story. Incredible story. Who's going to coach the Broncos? Would you? There's only 32 of these jobs. Right. But you're... You know that if you take the job, you've got to try and figure this bust out. It is not, incredible. Not, he's not a bust. He's not. He's a bust in Denver. He's not a bust. He had a hell of a career until all of a sudden it just left him. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that you've got you. Russell Wilson is your starting quarterback. Why would Sean Payton take that job? I keep seeing Payton to the Broncos. No, why would you take that? Chargers isn't coming available. 
I don't think so. They're in the playoffs. They're in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. That is another step in the development. Yeah. Even if they get knocked out in the first round, right. and they could even make a run. Are they, is, the, is the Cowboys' job open if they got knocked out in the first round? See, they lose to the Bucks. That's just it, right? They're going to win the 12 football games and have to go and take on a team that's won seven or eight mm-hmm. on the road. If they lose to the Bucks, that would be one. That's the one that makes the most sense. I think and, it does. That'd be ugly, right? I know it's Brady. The Buccaneers are not a good football no, team. And they get a home game. Should they? Yes. You think because they won their division? I, I still like the format, but I could be swayed into, you still get a berth. I agree. You're in the playoffs. You're but, in the playoffs. But you get a home game. Jacksonville, same way. Right. Maybe I could be swayed. I mean, there's a chance that Dallas wins, what, 13 games? So they've got 11, right? Mm-hmm. So they've got 13 games, and they have to go take on a team that's won eight? It doesn't seem exactly right. It doesn't right. seem right. I, I agree with you. They've got to be in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. They won their division. They, do they deserve a home game? But that's game? enough. Yeah, I think that would be enough. That I, would be the one tweak. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Uh-huh. I still like the old format with six. Just the format of it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we get an extra game, and that's going right. to be great. Yep. And the way it goes this year with a Monday night playoff game. Well, how about the Monday night, the curtain coming down on the regular season, Bills, Bengals? I mean, my God, how good is that potentially? Bills are b- Bills are in a real fight. I don't like the way they're playing right now. I don't either. And Cincinnati can still get the one seed. Which how is nuts not, is that? Yeah, but Denver's not beating the Chiefs. They've got the tiebreaker over the Chiefs since he does. They're not? Denver had, they had him last year. <sighs> I don't think it went incredibly well. Did you see him Christmas Day? Not much. You're lucky. Because that looked ugly. Ugh. Watching when I did check in or watching the highlights ah. afterwards. Just fighting with each other, fighting after the game. And how has Broncos GM survived all this? I don't get that He either. picked Hackett. Right. He gave Russell Wilson $245 million before he'd ever played a snap. Open up, here's a crap sandwich. Right. Here's Randy Gregory. How's that worked out? That was the other big offseason signing. He's been awful. And now they're going to be going to salary cap hell. Because they're taxed. For the next six years? They think they can get out after next year, and it's going to cost them $50 million. But don't you have to? Yeah. you got You got to swallow. Yeah, They're owned by Walmart. They'll be it's fine. Not, it's not the money. It's the cap. Yeah. It's the salary cap. You're 100% right. And if the right. Jets make it? The longest drought mm. making the playoffs will be the Denver Broncos. Mm. It's a good organization, I thought. They've had five coaches since the Super Bowl. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. I was there. It doesn't seem like it was that long ago. Hour two next. Nick Oson on Iowa State starts. Miller and Condon, 106.3 KXNO.